0: Isn't it good when you know what you're good at? Do <laughs> you never know that you're good at anything? Uh, there's things that we we know that actually we can do, that we're good at, that we've got strengths. It, it's a good thing to know which things are our strengths. But it doesn't have to stop you. It doesn't have to be the absolute limiting factor about what you do when you're considering new things. When we started with alpacas, we had an idea of what we wanted to do and what we might do. There were things we discovered that were not a good fit for us, really, and other things that have become a natural part of everyday life. So trying to judge those things can be quite difficult. So if you're considering starting out keeping alpacas... It would be good to take stock of existing likes, your strengths and interests, but avoid the traps of not believing in yourself or the other end of the spectrum, believing in yourself too much. (laughs) Both of those things could be a problem to you. It's good to get balancing views, really. But you've got to ask the right people for their views for their take on things you want to find someone who knows you that really understands you someone who's who's for you so a critical friend with the emphasis on friend rather than critical but you want somebody who's going to tell you the truth somebody who really knows you and will be honest with you they have to know you they should be people of good judgment so that they're people that you can trust Their opinions it's not something that's going to be way off and ideally it would be good to have somebody that will journey with you somebody who will follow through not having just given you advice about what they think but actually they're supportive of you and your journey with alpacas one of the things we need to look at is, where are you trying to get to? What is it you want? What is are you trying to achieve? What is it you're trying to, to get? What's the, the further down the line picture? Not just the immediate, I want to have alpacas. <laughs> I want to keep alpacas. What does that mean? Why? Where are you trying to get to? There's the old story, joke, whatever, of... Somebody asking that question. Oh, how do you get to so and so? Whoa! Well, I wouldn't start from here, <laughs> but this is where you're starting from. This is where you are. So, just evaluating, just kind of working out where am I, and where am I trying to go? Why? Why is it as important to me? I, I'd like to keep our hackers. Well, why? Because I'd like to care for a living thing, well, maybe you need a a hamster or a <laughs> or a dog rather than alpacas. I'd like to keep alpacas why? because I feel a connection with them, I think they would add something significant to my life to my Enjoyment of life. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Well, because, and then you can actually work through a number of layers of the why questions. Not in a, a a young child's thing of why, daddy, why, why. Just you know that why question comes back again and again. It doesn't really help, but just trying to get behind the initial thing of why is this important to you? There's probably a very good reason, but it may not be the thing that you see or think of on the surface straight away. So it's worth doing a bit of exploration. What, what is it behind there that is the reasoning, the, the drive, the desire that you have to keep alpacas? What is it that you want from them? And is that realistic? Are they going to be able to give it to you? Because you do know that they don't like being fussed and petted like a dog would be. Th- these are different kinds of animals. These are field animals. These are animals that that you need to respect because they're big enough to, <laughs> to do some damage. They're strong, but also they're very thoughtful animals. There's a there's a gentleness about them, which is contagious. There's a thing that would mean you would gain perspective and a dimension of life that, from my experience, there's nothing else I've known that would give that. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't kept horses. I haven't had cows. There may be other animals that would do similar things. But for me, this is an experience of depth and meaningfulness that that has come through Keeping Alpacas, that in some ways I knew that's what I was looking for, but it has surprised me. It surprised me about how deep that goes. It surprised me how, how important it feels to me. So... These are all questions before, we're thinking of questions before you get started. And they're difficult to answer. They're difficult to consider and get to the right answer. But that doesn't mean to say that we shouldn't try having a go at looking at why is this important? What's behind it? How will you get there? So where do I want to go? How am I going to get there? What do I need to know? (laughs) What's the... What's the gap that I have to fill in terms of knowledge, in terms of experience? Are there things that I can't do without this, or well, what is the this? Is it that you have to spend some time around alpacas with somebody else who's got them? Is it that you? That's a good thing to do, or is it that I need to read up and gather, do my research? Yeah, you probably need to do that as well. But what is it that I need? What's essential before I get started? What will be the thing that will make or break? With the thing that will make it successful or not? I think that's probably going to be different for different people. There is knowledge that you need, there's experience and skills that you haven't yet got because you've never done those things before that you'll learn to do. But how are you going to learn? those things is there somebody who can teach you can you go on a course can you go spend some time with an alpaca breeder with their animals can you watch youtube Mm. (laughs) you can (laughs) i'm not sure just how much useful material you you could get from there there's some good stuff there to be sure but also there's some stuff you don't want to follow (laughs) i don't think Uh, when we started, we didn't know very much. We didn't know enough. We knew enough to get started and be dangerous to, to kind of get out of our depth. But we did have people around that we could go to and to, could lean on. There were things that we were curious about and we went off and found the answers to. And there are places that you can go and find answers to, but it's, it's not easy you do have to put your effort in and do have to put the work into thinking clearly and working out the strategy and then delivering. You have to turn up and do the thing that needs to be done in terms of the learning, in terms of thing. now, don't put yourself at risk, don't put your animals at risk. But there are things that you have to kind of take a bit of a chance with the first time you, you go in <laughs> or to take hold of an animal to, don't know, check its teeth, there appears to be some stuff around the eye as a bit of a buildup of um, messy stuff right in the corner of the eye. Does it is this significant? How, how do you open an eyelid to look inside Just, you know, lifting it just a a bit, just to look inside. Do you know what you're looking for? Do you know how to do that? How do you hold the animal? All things that you haven't done before. You can understand the theory, but to do it for the first time, particularly if you're stepping forward as, because there's nobody else around, you have to do this. And the alpaca Do you know, the alpacas know that you haven't got a clue. Now, they generally cooperative but it, they they can get a bit nervy if you're a bit nervy if you're feeling nervous they will get nervous too but if you're confident and reassuring have a nice tone in your voice and and talking to them gently not moving fast not grabbing and re really kind of wrestling them but yes you need to be firm enough but you're not going to be wrestling them therefore you need to try these things and you need to work out How do I progress? How do do I take that first little step? How do I find the courage to take the next little step? Because there are times when I'm going, okay, I need to do this, I need to step in and do it now. And I feel, what is that, a boundary, a hurdle? There is a thing there that I have to step over, past, under, whatever it is, to get past it. And there's a little bit of doubt in, in myself, a little bit of, I'm not sure I can do this. What if? And I'm not talking about being stupid and just doing it anyway, hoping it's going to turn out okay. That's not a recipe for success. But you do need to say, okay, this is my responsibility. I do need to learn how to do this and I need to have a go. I know what I think is the right way to do this. I know what I'm trying to do and they've just run away. They've just, I, I just left the gate open and oh, they just run off. Oh, <clears throat> let's start that again. Let's close the gate. Let's get things in place. Let's bring them down into a small enough space. You can't do this in a field. Most of the time you can't do the things that need to be done with an alpaca in the middle of a field. Bring them down into a smaller area and then a smaller area again this is where i i really love the catch pens the hurdles not sheep hurdles because they're too too low too small but hurdles designed for alpacas that are tall enough that link in together that give you a small catch pen that you can have an animal safely and securely and feeling relaxed because they they know that something is going on but there's enough space they don't feel completely panicked because you're not jamming them in a corner but there's enough space. And then you can get in there and you've got enough space to move and get in the, the best position. You can step in, but you can also step away again and the animal's not going anywhere. It's just within this eight foot or 10 foot square or six foot. It depends on the size of your hurdle, but this square, six foot or eight foot normally. And uh, it doesn't want to be too big. Uh, do you want more than one animal in there? You don't want them on their own completely, uh, and sometimes the others will abandon them if you are doing something. They'll they'll run off and leave the, their friend behind. They don't want to be involved with in this. Thank you very much. So you might want two or maybe three, but maybe don't just want an alpaca by itself. Watch out for kicks. Watch out for the other one that you're not doing the thing with. Um, how are they behaving? Keep an eye. Take it steady. Take it slow. You've got plenty of time. Watch what's going on. Watch what's going on with you. Have you stopped breathing? No, no. Seriously, you can stop breathing. You hold your breath because you're concentrating and in you're intent. Or do the, um, uh, It's better if you keep breathing for you, but also for the alpacas because they get more relaxed if you're breathing normally. If you breathe out, I'll, I, see. If you're being hunted, the the cat or the the big cat, the whatever it is that's doing the hunting, normally they will hold their breath. Because they're sneaking up. So breathing out is a, is a friendly thing. It's not a hunting thing. So there are things you can do which just help you <laughs> relax a bit. And you take a breath in and you take a breath out. And the alpacas might relax a bit more. And you might relax a bit more out what your boundary is here what what's the thing that you you know when this has gone too far i i'm trying to do this it's essential i do this because or this is something I, i'll give this a try I'll, I'll see if i can learn to do this and it may be working with them to lift a foot so that you can check the the sole of the foot the, the pads for any injury any potential thorns and that kind of thing or it may be for toenails trimming them or just checking them over so work on doing the movements getting the sensations for the alpaca but also for you what's the best way to stand how do you start can you do this by yourself or do you really need to have somebody with you there are some jobs that are really two people jobs especially if you are less familiar and therefore you need to to do that so find someone who can show you these things there, there's some stuff online but, but ideally you need a uh, a mentor even if it's somebody you can phone up and say oh, I'm trying to do this what's the best way to approach it often go back to the person you buy the alpacas from that's a good thing but maybe that hasn't worked out then do find do do work at finding places you can get there, there are local groups local groups of alpaca owners um, they may be through the breed societies wherever you are it could be through Some of the shows and that kind of thing that you can make connection with people that you can get support and assistance from. If you're not wasting people's time, they will give it gladly. My experience anyway of alpaca owners is that they're very generous. So cultivate some of those relationships. Know where to get the information, to work out what are your new skills that you have to develop. And who's gonna help teach you with those things? So where are you trying to go to and how will you get there? Mm. Some of these questions are a bit what are they? They're a bit academic. <laughs> They're a bit divorced from reality. So try and keep this real. Try and try and make it practical. Not just theoretical questions and answers. You know, face it, don't be in a rush. I don't keep saying that, but don't be in a rush. And take your time to make the decision about keeping up hackers. What's really involved, what's really required, what is essential, what is desirable. You don't have to have all the gear. You don't have to have all the information. You do need to have enough and be able to know where to get more. So these are some of the things when you're starting out that it's worth considering and pursuing. So I don't know. Have you got questions? Have, have you got a thing that says, oh, I, I really, that, this is this is the thing that's troubling me. What do I do about? Then why not drop me a line? Drop me an email to steve at alpacatribe.com and we can pick it up in a future episode and we can answer that question for you and for anybody else who might find that useful. So do let me know if you have any specific questions. I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. And breathe. (laughs) Keep breathing. Keep watching. Keep learning. Take care. Bye for now. Have a good week. This is The Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.